Hello, Jags Nation. Welcome to the Teal Tongue Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the Teal Deal, Jacob Nichols. Welcome to episode four of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Today we're going to continue our series on the Jaguars free agent additions. Uh, today we're going to focus on one Rodney Gunter. Um, he spent uh, all four years of his career so far in Arizona. Um, he completed his rookie contract, um, the three-year rookie contract, and then he bet on himself signing a one deal with a uh, one-year deal with Arizona last year um, in order to get paid a little bit more money this offseason. And he he definitely was right to bet on himself as his plan went uh, exactly how he wanted. Um, maybe not exactly how he wanted. Uh, towards the end of last season, he did have a toe injury that kept him out. Um, he sustained it in week 14. He did miss uh, the final three games after that. Um, but he still got that – obviously, it's not a big contract, um, but he still got that multi-year contract that he was looking for when he bet on himself last year by only signing that one-year contract. Uh, Gunter is out of Delaware State. He was drafted in 2015, um, fourth round, pick 116 by Arizona. He is actually – he's actually coming home uh, to play for the Jaguars. He grew up in Florida – uh, went to high school in Florida. He um, His collegiate career just took him up to Delaware State. Uh, interesting enough, going into the draft, he was not expected to be drafted. Uh, most thought that if he got a shot in the NFL, uh, it would be on a undrafted free agent contract. Um, Arizona shocked a lot of people when they selected him in the fourth round. A lot of people were scratching their heads. Uh, if you go back, I went back on some uh, message boards uh, from 2015, and a few of the takes um, from Cardinals fans when Arizona drafted him were pretty comical. Um, you can't say that, that I blame them at the time. Nobody knew anything about this kid. He wasn't supposed to be drafted. Uh, wasn't even – necessarily guaranteed an undrafted free agent contract coming out of college. Uh, it's actually very hard to even find a draft profile on this guy. Um, the majority, in fact, all of the major uh, companies and whatnot that, that make up these draft profiles for these college players uh, coming into the draft didn't even bother to do one on him because they didn't think there was a chance he was going to get drafted. Uh, so like I said, he was picked in round four, um, pick 116 by the Arizona Cardinals. His rookie year, he played in 16 games, had 19 tackles and one sack. Uh, that was a nice surprise. Um, that was the beginning of this, I don't want to say this Arizona fan base falling in love with him because they were by far not in love with him. It's not like he was a star or anything, but your Arizona fans that were into football um, understand that understood the X and O's in football. I think after his rookie season, they, they saw that they might've had something in this kid. Um, fast forward to 2018 where he's had the best season of his career so far. Um, put an asterisk by that. Uh, he played in all 16 games. 16 of those games, or 10 of those 16 he started, he had 44 tackles, 
four and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles um, in 2018. So that was the end of his rookie contract right there, his three years. Uh, this is when he bet on himself. He had a few other offers, um, multi-year offers. Uh, but he wanted to bet on himself and have a chance to make more money down the road. So he signed that one-year deal with uh, Arizona last year for 1.75 mil. And he played 13 games last year, uh, got injured in that 14th game. Uh, it was a toe sprain, I believe, that ended up making him miss the final games of the season. But last year he was he was on pace to have a better year. Um, that he did the previous year in 2018. He had 31 tackles and three sacks at the time of his injury. Uh, that's through 13 games. So maybe his tackles would have been a little down, um, but his sacks looked like they were on their way up. Uh, as I as I mentioned before, um, tackles for a, a defensive tackler are kind of misleading. Um, also, that being said, Rodney Gunter is not your – stereotypical uh defensive tackle he's actually he's actually more of a an end rusher if you will he is a big boy uh he's 6'5 305 um he he's more of a 3-4 scheme fit which as I mentioned yesterday in the breakdown of Al Woods um I'm wondering if Todd Walsh isn't gonna throw a wrinkle in his defense and maybe finally change some things up as we've been hoping for for so long um, but yeah, on a three, four, he, uh, plays defensive tackle. You can put him on the edge. Like I said, he's a big boy. Um, going into that 2019 season after 2018, um, Arizona fans wanted to bring him back in 2019. I think they wanted to see it on a multi-year deal contract, um, because they started to see the growth that Gunter was showing and the potential um, this is still a young kid. He's he's only been in the league four years. Um, not a kid, uh, but he's still a young guy. He's only been in the league four years. So there's still potential for more growth, and I don't think we've seen Gunter's peak yet. Um, he, he was a good player on a bad defense, and if you're a good player on a bad defense, usually there's that stigma over, your, over you that you're just not good. Um, it doesn't really matter – how good you are if your defense is getting scorched every weekend uh people are going to have the tendency to push you off which i think is the case here um i think this gunter signing is very sneaky for jacksonville um and i like this one a lot just like i've talked about how much i like the shover and the woods signing i mean this gunter guy he's good um and i'm excited to see him put that teal on Now we're going to talk about Gunter's strengths. Uh, Rodney Gunter, to start with, he's a big dude, 6'5", 305. Uh, not quite Al Woods big, um, but he's got an inch on Al Woods, about 30, 25, 30 pounds lighter than Al Woods. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, Gunter can play a couple different spots for the Jaguars, and that's kind of been the M.O., of this Jaguars front office is they like linemen that are versatile. They like guys they can move around on that D line and Gunter fits that to a T. Um, he's quick. He is in, he's very quick for his size. Um, Gunter can get off the ball 
uh, not only can he overpower you, overpower you, um, hit you in the mouth and go through you to get to the quarterback or the running back, but he can, he can also beat you on the edge. Um, pretty quick guy. And the most, the thing I'm, I'm most excited about for Rodney Gunner, and I think Gunter, um, I think we'll see this as the season goes on and we see him get more reps, but he is an athletic freak for his size. At 6'5", 305, you should not be able to move like this man does. Um, he's got a motor that doesn't stop. Uh, watching tape on this guy from last year, it also seems like he has a very high football IQ. He seems like a really smart player. Um, last year, uh, 2019 with the Cardinals, uh, their defense wasn't very good at all. But I think Gunter was one of the few bright spots on that defense and has been for the last few years. Um, when I was breaking down some tape of him, he uh, he recognizes screenplays very well. Um, he doesn't doesn't necessarily uh, fall for the play action when he's on that edge. Um, he's got very good eyes. Uh, he knows where to keep his eyes. And... Going along with the IQ thing is he he is very good at recognizing the play. Um, it, I noticed a lot. Uh, I could be wrong here. Um, this is just kind of me watching tape. You know, obviously you can't hear what the players are saying, but he seemed to kind of be the leader um, of their D line last year for Arizona. Uh, he seemed to kind of uh, point his teammates in the right direction. I'll let them know where they're supposed to be. Um, and with the loss of Calais, who's who's been the leader on our defensive line uh, for the last few seasons, I think bringing Gunter in, a guy who has this football IQ that he does, uh, is going to be a huge help for the Jaguars. Um, I just I love this kid. He's got so he's got so many strengths, so many good things to talk about. Um, and he can get to the quarterback. You cannot have enough guys that can get to the quarterback. Um, as we all know, Yannick's probably not going to be here, so we bring in another guy who can get to the quarterback. I think that Gunter, um, maybe not week one, because it's going to be interesting to see how camp and all that goes with everything that's going on in the world right now, but I think by week four, week five, Gunter's going to be starting. Um, I don't know. I don't see Todd Walsh 100% flipping the scheme to a 3-4, um, if he does that, you can guarantee Gunter is going to be starting uh, off the rip. But I, I think I think it's going to be more of a wrinkle. Um, even even if when we are in a, a four three set, I think you're going to see Gunter on that edge um, opposite Josh Allen. They could throw him in the middle if they need him. I think it's going to have a lot to do with um, what they want to do with Schmoot. Schmoot's another guy that's poised for another. Not another, but a breakout season. He really came on strong uh, at the end of last year. Um, and uh, it's it's nice to have that versatility um, on that D-line. And Gunther definitely is a guy that brings that. So watching, uh, watching tape on Gunther, I didn't see too many weaknesses, too many things that I saw that I wasn't a fan of. Um, he does, he does everything really well. Uh, so I couldn't pick up on too much. Um, but from what I, from what I did watch, 
Uh, it seems that he has the tendency to uh, stand up straight a little bit when firing off the ball. Um, he can get stood up, but I think that has a lot to do with how strong he is and his size. He hasn't always had to had to keep that pad level low. Um, especially playing at the FCS level. Um, in college, he was always one of the bigger dudes in the field, so he could just overpower anybody. So I think that's probably something he's still trying to improve on. But even so, when he did stand up, uh, he did a very good job of fighting off that block and still getting to the running back, still staying involved in the play, pressuring the quarterback. Um, but yeah, there's there's not too many weaknesses that I picked up on this guy. Um, obviously, he's not out there. He's not a world beater. Um but he is, he is one hell of a solid player, and he's going to do everything you ask him to do. And that's going to do it uh, for today's episode of the Teal Tongue Podcast. Uh, on the next episode, uh, I think we're going to dive into that Tyler Eifert signing uh, a little bit more. Um, I know a lot of us, Eifert's been in the league a long time. A lot of us know a lot about Eifert, but I don't think he's the player today. Um, that he was a couple years ago. I think we're getting a different Eifert. And uh, I'm going to try and shine a light on the Eifert that I think is going to be putting on that teal jersey um, come September. Uh, thank you all for listening today. Uh, if you enjoy what you hear, head over to Twitter, and you can give me a follow at jnick95. That's J-N-I-C-H 95.